So anytime you put requests in the, uh, the chicken wire over on the side, they're the ones that uh, be you know, praying for those specifically for you. This is a team that is supporting you behind the scenes that you don't even really know about. And so we're super excited about that um, opportunity for them to share their heart of what it means to be a, a praying church and a, and a praying family. Just so you know, Derek is not here because his dad is getting an incredible award in Colorado where he is man of the year something something. I don't know. It's a big deal because of all of the uh, cool work that he's done in the community. He's being honored by the city uh, in some way, and Derek had the opportunity to be there and support him, so we're super excited about that. And we've wanted the prayer team to lead one of these for a long time, and we're excited that those things kind of coincided and made us do it. So without further ado, Preston. And we are excited too. Yes, sir. Um, my name is Preston Pitts. I'm an elder here at Common Ground, and as Paul said, but I'm also here today as a member of the prayer team. And uh, we're quite excited about that because today's service will be different. It's a, it's a prayer service. And so first I'm going to tell you, just relax. It, it's, there's no undue pressure, no forcing you to pray out loud. However, we are here to create an environment so that you can enjoy the presence of God. You can feel his closeness and you can relax and engage with him however you want. And in doing so, um, we as a group um, will be leading this in various sections. Uh, but I do want to take a moment and just say the names of the, of the uh, uh, prayer group team. And this is in the order of appearance. Sounds like a big production, doesn't it? Okay. So, so first, we have uh, Don Wingfield will be coming up. And then we have, um, we have Jenny Cole will be coming up. And then we have, um, we have Sandy Winfield coming up. And then we have um, Susie Langford will be coming up. And then Linda Pitts. And I say that because that's just part of the prayer team. And I do want to, to encourage you, if any of you have a heart for prayer, we meet every morning, every Sunday morning, 845, and go through that wall, and there's a conference room, and we meet in that conference room. So come and check us out if you'd like, or just talk to any of the people that I mentioned, um, or you can talk to Miss Katie. I'll, I'll do it by her formal name there. But, uh, and um, so we encourage you to do that. And today, as we get started, I, I want to just encourage all of you, this is really a wonderful time for us. Uh, some of the sermons that we've had lately have been focused on unity. And what a great thing for us to do to get together as the church and pray together, praise together. And there's some magnificent things that happen when we do that. So let me just take a moment and kind of expand on that thought for a second. So when we get together as the church and we lift our praises and our prayers it begins to prepare our heart so that we're more sensitive to the sovereignty of God and to his presence with us today. It also allows the Holy Spirit to really work a mighty work and reveal the truths of God and reveal the desires of God for us personally and for us as the church. It also encourages us to be in one accord. And when we do that, 
We create this spirit and atmosphere of obedience because then we're motivated to seek God and remember that we can trust Him and we can have faith in Him and that He truly hears our prayers. And at the same time, it begins when we do that, we bring glory to God. And my real kind of prayer today is that our prayers and our praises would be an awesome and most beautiful aroma to God today for us as a church, sincerely in love with him, seeking him, and honoring him in all we do together. So I also encourage all of you that are at home and you're looking online, please participate. Now you can pray out loud if you'd like. And, uh, but we, would, we really want everybody to participate. As we get into it and we go through it, it just the energy, the work of the Holy Spirit begins to materialize. And the whole atmosphere here is beautiful. And so we have each, each there be the different people from the, from the prayer team leading us as we go through. And so my last comment on framing this is that we're going to follow what's called the ACTS, A-C-T-S, format. And that means that the first thing we're going to do is letter A for adoration, then C for confession, then T for thanksgiving, and then S for supplication. And what supplication means is supplication means give your cares to God and ask him to help you. And so with that, I'm going to turn it over to Don Wingfield. As we go through this time of adoration, please feel free to stand. If the Lord leaves you to do that, you can remain seated. If you need to go to the want to go to the prayer wall, you can do that. Or if you want to find a place that's a little bit out of the way around the periphery to kneel as you pray or as you uh, uh, address God, feel free to do that as well. Worshiping, praising, and expressing our love to God are key themes within the Bible. In fact, Psalm 113 tells us, Praise the Lord. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. And in the New Testament, Matthew records Jesus identifying the greatest command, commandment as you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. When the disciples asked Jesus to teach them to pray, he gave them an example that we often call the Lord's Prayer. And he says, tells them, pray like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, a great way to express prayer, to express our love of God, is by meditating on the names and the attributes of God. And so we are going to have the prayer team come up, four members at least of the prayer team come up, and lead us through by reading different descriptions of God found in the Bible. And as they do that, we would ask that you would prayerfully consider how each of these names, God has shown you that characteristic in, in your own life. And so 
Then we're going to close that by singing a verse from a great hymn, a hymn of adoration, How Great Thou Art. And, and I'm going to ask you at that point to sing with me a cappella without accompaniment other than uh, some few chords in the background as a prayer to God. Let's adore God together with prayerful hearts. I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. I am God who is merciful. I am God who restores your soul. I am the God of peace. I am he who leads you for my great name's sake. I am the defender of those who believe in me. I am your strength. I am the sword of the spirit. I am your fortress. I am the kingdom, the power, and the glory. Father, we love you for all that you are and all that you have done. Oh, Lord, my God. Sing with me, please. When I in awesome wonder consider all the worlds thy hands have made, I see the stars, 
I hear the rolling thunder, thy power throughout the universe displayed. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God,
We confess our sins to restore our
Now that we've spent some time confessing, we're going to shift our hearts towards thanksgiving. That's my favorite part. (laughs) There are many scriptures that guide us into thankfulness. Um, One of these is Psalms 104. Will you read with me? Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. Another one is 1 Thessalonians 5, 16. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Offering our gratitude to God for who he is helps us to cultivate thankful hearts. One way to do this is to verbally acknowledge the ways that he's moved in faithfulness, goodness, and mercy in our own lives. Let's now give thanks to God and encourage each other in doing so by sharing what we're thankful for. And I'll start. Today, I am grateful for physical health and healing. I invite all of you to turn to someone and share what you're thankful for. It's okay. We're all going to do it together. You can also utilize the whiteboards on the side of the room or go talk with a prayer responder or give thanks to God in any other way that is meaningful to you.
you don't sound very enthusiastic. I know I'm throwing you for a loop a little bit, but we're telling God great things he has done. We are excited about, like yesterday, the Texas Longhorns. They went to the Sweet 16. And you know how loud I got at my house? Very loud, because I'm an Austin boy and have no choice but to root for the Longhorns. Sorry about that. Uh, but we get excited. We know how to get excited about things. We don't have to be trained on how to get excited about things when we're around it. So what are some great things that God has done? There you go. Shout it out. Salvation. Mercy. Love. Forgiveness. There you go. God has done great things, and we are in the privilege of his presence. We're in the privilege of relationship with him because of the difference that Jesus has made in each and every one of our lives. Amen. Are we together to celebrate that, to see that we're not alone, to worship him, and to go out and live it in the world? I'm going to talk about uh, supplication, but before I do that, hope this doesn't totally change the tone, but I did talk earlier about unity, and to show you how unified we are, you got a long horn, and then I just have to say roll tide, because they went into the sweet 16 yesterday, it's awesome. Uh, so. That's, the, that's the actual worst one you could have picked. <laughs> but we still love each other. Sometimes. <laughs> but uh, anyway, with supplication, um, it means cast your cares on God. Give them to him. It means that uh, you, your worries, your anxieties, pray about those and ask God to help you. And we have some scriptures here today that I think also just to meditate on, to think about, because they really reflect how God helps us in our times of need. The first one is 1 Peter. Oh, you know what? I'm going to back up. Beep, 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 beep. Before we start this section, I want to expand our perspective just a little bit. And what I want us to do is also incorporate into our mindset all of our brothers and sisters around the world. All of those that are being persecuted, all those that are, that are going through extremely hard times, and even those that are, that are unifying to change their countries and their environment that they live in to really bring Christ to the forefront at risk of peril. So keep those people in, in mind as well, our brothers and sisters. And I think we're going to have a picture up here. And this is a group from Laos. And this group we know more intimately uh, because Ben and Melissa's family are participating in the mission for this group. This group is under extreme pressure. And this group has, uh, what we're looking at are those that are imprisoned, children too. And their homes have been taken away. So there's a lot going on. I just really want you to expand our thinking and our prayers, and especially when we give prayers of thankfulness. But so keep them in mind as we go through this time of supplication. 
Thank you. And with that, I want to read the first verse together. Casting all your anxieties on him because he cares. 1 Peter 5, 7. I love this verse. It's one of my favorite because I am reminded God cares for us. And there are days when you go, Lord, are you really there? Are you out there? I don't feel your presence. And then I realize it's mostly me not seeking him with all my heart. But he cares for us. And then he tells me, give me those cares. I will help you get through them. And then we go to Hebrews 4, 14 through 15. It says, since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one in, who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then with confidence, and some versions say with boldness, draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace in our time of need. Would this remind us a part of what Jesus has accomplished? He's gone before us. He is in heaven at the right hand of God the Father. And there he's saying, I understand you. I sympathize with you. I went through much of what you're going through. So don't think that me, that I'm insensitive to what's happening to you. So I tell you, come to the throne of grace boldly. Because I've, I have made the sacrifice that you're able to do that. So avail yourself of that opportunity and be reminded, there you receive mercy. There you receive grace. And I love the last part, in your time of need. So keep that in focus as you're going through your supplication. Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. What a wonderful thing to think about, because we're all dealing with anxiety but then we can receive peace. And part of that is our engagement with him to turn things over to him and trust him. So keep those thoughts in mind. And, you know, again, for you to re respond various ways, whatever's comfortable for you, you can sit there silently. You can pray with other people in, 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 on your aisle. You can get up and go pray with somebody else. Um, you can go to the chicken wire, and we have responders all around the room. So with that, I will turn it over.
just moved in someone's heart. They're going to say yes to Jesus right now. Thank you. 